Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Uphill Conversations. I'm your host, Tim And I'm so glad you can join me today as you are living your life and heading toward your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true. You can be more, do more, and have more. So welcome to 2019. Today is the first day of the new year. And I'm so glad that you're here with me. This is episode 109. And um, just so you know, I am so excited about 2019. And it's not because I am leaving something. It's because I'm going into something. That's one of the things I have come to appreciate and value in my own life. You may have your own point of view and that's totally fine, but it's there's a difference between leaving something and going into something. There's a big difference to me. And um, when you just leave, you take all this stuff with you. When you go, you're more mindful. You're, you're conscious of what you're doing. You're unpacking what you don't need and you're packing what you do need and only keeping the things that are necessary to move forward into something and you're going there. You make amends, you reconcile, you um, you close out, you do everything possible to, in, you know, bring things to a conclusion, anything and everything that you can within your control so that you can go to something else and let that be part of what your vision is. So today I'm going to, um, basically, um, I just want to encourage you in your 2019 and, um, something that I'm doing is just a one word for the year, no resolution, just one word. And it all comes from or stems from a conversation I had in episode 108 with Thane um, Ringler, uh, which was, yeah, last episode. And Thane was just so great with just saying he had one word and he asked me if I had one. And I had one word for what I do, which is people. Everything that I want to do is all about people. Um, There are three things. My three nouns for myself are leader, communicator, and artist. And my one thing that I focus on is people. That's what matters most to me is people. And I want to serve and help in all of that. But my service and my help, what I discovered in 2018, um, coming out of 2017, and where I found myself like a two-year period of time, 2018 was a year of figuring something out. 2017 was a year of some trouble. And 2016 is where it all began for me. So um, actually maybe 2015. But regardless, it's one word. And I'm using that as my true north. And this will all make sense when I walk you through it. So um, let's just let me just talk to you about that. I'm going to be very open. I'm going to be very uh, revealing, uh, please don't try to guess, figure things out or whatever. I'm, you know, what, what it is, what could I be talking about? Cause a lot of people, that's what they do. You know, they hear things and they're trying to like sleuth it, you know, be a sleuth and figure it out like detective and investigate and figure things out. You know, that's not the point. The point is I just want to be real. I want to be transparent and allow myself to be vulnerable and let you know that, hey, you too have things in your life, things that you're discovering, things that you're realizing, things that you're learning that you need to step out, move forward with, and be able to share with others to encourage them and build them up as they are moving along toward their emerging future. 
So I'm going to jump into this in one moment. I just want to let you know that once again, as you start your new year, I hope you want to live into each and every day. And as you know, I am someone who supports Kathy Fothery, the creator of the Gazelle Planner. And um, she just sent me a wonderful gift, um, a brown one. So it's a brown cover and it's the Gazelle Planner for starting my first day of the year for January 1. So it's a six-month planner. I love it. I'm so excited to be kicking off the new year with living into my day, um, all the projects I'm going to be working on, master list of ideas, my vision board within there, and my monthly calendar. But I love just the simplicity of daily living into it, scheduling my priorities, and then acting on the things that are moving toward where I would like to go. And having the best possibility um, to, you know, control what's in my control, but also be able to deal with what's not in my control. Um, also to create margin and space for me to be able to breathe. So go to amazon.com. If you're interested in checking out this planner, this is a non paid advertisement. I'm just speaking because I believe in this product and I love what Kathy's bringing into the world, but go to amazon.com, look.com, look up the gazelle planner and when you're checking out, you can choose your color, check out, um, put in the coupon code area, going uphill, all one word, and it's not case sensitive. So you'll get a discount. Um, and Kathy has been so kind. Um, we're building a good connection, and we've been doing that over the last, um, I guess, six, eight months. So um, anyway, go get a discount. Start living into your day, and um, and if you're not going to use that product, please by all means find something that will help you do it, and um, you will you will be so much. Trust me, your day will feel so uh, fulfilled and accomplished, and uh, you'll at least be able to have visuals of the things that you're doing. So anyway, let me jump into today's topic, and once again, it's it's all about lessons I learned, and a one word for my new year. And um, I'm just going to kind of tell you this process I took myself through. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm going to encourage you to do the same for yourself. But really brief, I just want to let you know, when I was looking back at my 2018, and it all started literally in January. Well, it started a little bit before then, like when I felt the weight and the pressure of what I knew I myself had created and what I allowed and what I gave permission to, to come into my life and into my world. So, you know, it, it's like one of those things that when you are truly, you know, wanting and wanting to grow and to improve and to become better, you're going to have to take some time to do some introspection and to really evaluate what's been going on in your world. So I took some time to review and reflect. And so when I was reflecting back, I had some great successes, right? But I also knew the first, almost the first five or six months of 2018 were me in a internal battle and struggle. Now, most people that run into me, or even when you hear me on the podcast, I don't carry all of my problems and try to put them out there on everyone else. I don't do that. Um, they're mine to work through. They're mine to work out. Um, my inner circle, they know. They know what's going on in me. I shared with them all the details. I have a few close people that knew every detail of what it was that I was struggling with. 
and what I was going through. And without them, I don't know where I would be today. So if you don't have a great inner circle that you can talk to, that they're not just going to sit there and tell you to feel happy, what makes you feel good and all these other things, but really challenge you to overcome and grow. I encourage you to, to believe for that, pray for that. If you pray, you know, seek out those types of relationships. Trust me, they're there for you. You can get those types of relationships. Um, so anyways, I was reflecting back and I realized how it was almost, it felt insurmountable. It felt tumultuous. Um, it was scary. It was lots of things. But when I was reflecting back, I learned a lot. And mostly what I discovered was it wasn't my choice. Now, what I learned wasn't my choice to learn that way, but it was my choice in my decisions or my choices that got me there. You know, because I realized that nothing, well, I already knew this, but it became all the more um, present in my awareness that nothing just happened and nothing happened to me, but it happened for me. And so just so you know, I'm not leaving 2018 with animosity, anger, bitterness, or regret, frustration, sadness, disappointment, depression. I'm going into 2019 with renewed vision, focus, lots of things that are, you know, even though I can't change 2018, I just know what I carry with me now. And it's so much better than what, what it was. So I'm going to just read off some bullets that I, I just sat down. I just typed up some things and, um, this is not all perfect and polished, and I never claim to be that person anyways, but I'm just going to, let me just walk you through it. And I'm, I, yes, I'm going to focus on the things that were weight and they were drag. I'm not going to talk about all the wins. I had lots of wins, but as you and I know, you can be told nine amazing things. Then someone says one negative thing to you and oh my gosh, it's like, it almost takes away from all the valuable things if you let it. So here's some things that I wrote down. Like many, my year was full of highs and lows, successes, missed opportunities, mistakes, and surprises, welcomed and unwelcome. Another thought that I had, one of the biggest blessings was that of divine intervention. And for me, divine intervention, you know, for me was going through the year, working through the feelings that I, were, that I was carrying the feelings of being screwed over and being a willing participant in relationships gone rogue. Another thought, I learned through this process what I already knew. And that was when we feel as if someone has power or control over our lives, destiny and purpose, I realized that was something you're giving away which I already knew, but I wasn't living it. But when I looked closer in my review and my introspection, I could see my own fingerprints. They were on the power that they appear to be holding. In other words, basically, it was gift-wrapped and handed over to them by yours truly. I did it. I handed them that power. So the key, what I wrote down, was the key 
was not to attempt to persuade, convince, or key I discovered, shall I say, was not to attempt to persuade, convince, ask, or beg for my own power back. I needed to remember we are not put on this earth to live our lives vicariously through others, live our lives through others, live our lives according to the dictates of others, live our lives knowing that we want the best and knowing even if you know that you've offered amazing things to someone and they take it from you, they take that stuff. So you just think I'll just simply comply and go along with them, hoping that you'll maybe get there as well with them, even though you feel like you've been pickpocketed, right? It's like someone gets your idea and you know they present it to someone else and you feel like, wait a second, that's mine. And so what you do is you do your very best to go along with it because you hope that, well, at least I can be there in the background to go along with what you support and what you were trying to help or trying to build. And then, but they don't, they don't want to invite you in. That's a tough feeling. It's really, and you can feel like, wait a second, my power is gone. You know, I feel all these feelings, you know, I feel like, you know, my value is gone, you know, so much, right? On the contrary, we should live our lives, right? Created to live and walk with like-minded people. We should always be with like-minded people. Now, I'm not saying that people have to think every way that you think, believe every way that you believe. What I mean is that people, when you're like-minded in my word or in my world, the way I break like-minded down is to say that we don't have to see things always the same way. However, we want the very best outcomes for one another. We want to see the other person improve and get better. We want to see the other person reach new heights. We want to, like, those are the things we do, but we don't want to do it in a way to to where it's like, well, you know, hey, I know this is horrible for you. It's good for me, but I want the best for you, blah, 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 blah. No, you want like-minded people that see it as they care, they add value to your life, and you can trust them. Like, basically, that's what you're looking for. So then I wrote down, you serve with purpose, and if rejected or not rejected, you need to feel the feelings regardless. Feel them. Don't run away from feelings. Feel what's going on. Know where it's coming from. See what's triggered it. Man, it's scary. Yeah, no one wants to feel all these feelings. And let me just say this to you. Feelings are not good or bad. Okay, they're not, they're not a you know good and bad, like feelings, these emotions that we have. We need to stop assigning these you know, this is a good one. This is a bad one. No, they're, they're indicators. They're there to tell us something, right? So feel them, feel your feelings, but also release any judgment, release any hurt, release any pain. And in the process, elevate your worth, your value, and your purpose, not elevate above them, elevate your own within you. It's not me saying put yourself over them. It's you lifting yourself back up. This is the way I'm writing this to me in my review. And then I also learned that in my desire to serve and help, which I stated a little bit before, I need to be more aware and cautious of my own propensity to set myself up for disappointment. Not everyone will tell you the truth, folks, right? You yourself have 
not told the truth. Everybody has done that. Not everyone will tell you the truth or reveal their motives. Not everyone will be forthcoming. Not everyone will consider you and who you are and how you think and how you feel. And when they decide to make a hard right turn, they're probably not going to tell you. They may make a quick hard right turn, left turn, whatever, and just don't tell you. They may turn out of their own fear. They may turn out of their own selfishness, unexpected life change, or just being knowingly deceptive. Who knows? Whatever the case, knowing what it is and the reason isn't the most important thing. The most important thing is what you or I decide to do next. Herein lies the key. You must live in your truth, your belief, your alignment, not unchecked with accountability, challenge, real, in the light. Bring it out. You must live in the alignment with what you believe to be true about who you are and how you want to show up in the world, the pathway to your own future fulfillment, joy, significance, and success are in your next decision. So that's where I found myself. I found myself realizing it's not what happened to me. It's what happened for me. It was the divine intervention that came into my world. It was me realizing that all of the things that I felt as I felt the feelings and they were real, regardless, they were my choices that got me there. They were mine. I own every single one of them. Everyone. They were mine. And I'm willing to embrace that because the next move is mine. And with that next move, I had, I had several ways I could go with it, right? But I, had, I figured there's two moves. I could do this or I could do that. And what I chose was to do the one that was in alignment with me instead of the other way. And without getting into detail about that, you know, of course, I'll just give you an example. For me, my mind is like, wow, I could be very disruptive here beyond the disruption that's going on currently. And I could like really bring things down for somebody. And I just, you know, you can have a thought like that, which is human, but it's not at all fulfilling. What, you know, what good is it for me to operate out of bitterness or unforgiveness or disappointment and like all of these things? Why do I want to make decisions with those being the fuel for it? You know, bitterness is only, it's the only contamination that's happening is in the vessel that's containing it. And I don't, didn't want to make those choices. I wanted to let that go. I didn't want to sit there and try to defend myself, my reputation, all these other things, because people can say whatever they want to, that's their choice. And always remember, you always paint yourself in a better light. You, you always want to make it about someone else because we, we always look as humans, it's natural, it's within us. It's in our, just our nature to somehow defend and protect ourselves. And sometimes even unwittingly, we just can defend ourselves and protect ourselves and we could say things. And see, even though you know that's true, you still sometimes kind of, you know, go the wrong way with it. And you can really just add just more trouble to your own life. You're only harming yourself when you do that. And so for me, that's the way my first half of the year was. I was like, I could 
take, I could do a takedown here. I could do this. I could do that. And all the while correcting myself each day, it was a daily process, man. It was all day long. Thoughts would pop up and boom. And then I would know, and I'd push it down. Thought would pop up and no, because I realized I was entertaining and ruminating on the wrong thing. I needed to shift my thinking over to where I wanted to go. What next? So what I discovered, simply put, was this, that my desire to serve and help became my reason for not staying true to my own purpose and desires within my own heart. I put my own pursuits on hold for others, which my passion is others. I even talk about others a lot, but that's when it's out of, when it's not in alignment, when I just allow it to be my reason for me to neglect what it is that I should actually be doing. I sacrificed my own peace of mind to help others secure their own peace of mind without balance and considering that how, what, when I said yes to, when I said yes to something else, it meant that I was saying no to my own higher calling and my own purpose. And I allowed myself to be okay with that, which ultimately the more you dilute your own purpose, alignment, belief, the more you water that down, the more susceptible you are to finding yourself very, 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 very far off course. So, and that's what this last point is, is that in this state of mind, I found myself being completely as a self-aware person, (laughs) caught up with what others were thinking about me. I got tangled up with their projections and assumptions about who I am. And the more I ruminated on those thoughts as well, the more I continue to go off course. So maybe your year wasn't like that. And I'm not trying to be a bummer because I'm, I'm listen, even in telling you all of that, I've got joy. I have so much joy. And it's because of learning. It's, it's about growing. It's about improving. It's about getting better. So I just want to give you a simple thing for, you know, for you to think about. I want you to be able to review Number one, own, number two, decide, number three, act, number four, for your next steps. So what will that take? I think it'll take you doing, obviously, the review, introspection. Take some time, look back, be honest, be real, feel the feelings, think about it, look at just all that is around you, and do a very honest observation and introspection. Do a good review as you're in your new year. Second thing is, you know, answer this question. What went well? Write it all down. What went well for you? Okay. Third one is, what didn't go well? All right. But don't write that down. Once again, blaming and being bitter out of bitterness and resentment, blaming other people. I want you to write down what went well, but own the outcome regardless own whatever didn't go well, that outcome is yours because you were involved. Somehow you were in the process. So the third one is, right, what didn't go well? Fourth one, after review, second, what went well? Third, what didn't go well? Four, what did you learn? This is the key. What I read to you is a lot of my learning. Of course, there's a whole lot more to it. I just gave you some highlights of it. 
and where I spent my time because I don't want to stay in the same place. I want to grow. I want to improve. I want to get to the next level. I want to, I want to repent where necessary. I want to heal what may be broken. You know, I want to, um, you know, elevate the things that I've pushed down. I want to eliminate the things I don't need. I want to create the new things that are in front of me, blah, blah, blah. Right. What did you learn? Number five, big question, where do you want to go next? And in order to answer that question, you need to be clear and be specific. And this is what's the thing, you know, in this be clear and specific because of where you want to go next. This is what I learned, my one word for the year. And I'm going to share it with you. Mine is faithful. I want to be faithful. I want to make sure that I am not neglecting the things that are attached to me, within me, in the world that I have created, things that I have in my world and with the people I've created them with. I want faithful to be what I do, the, the way I work. I want it to be the, 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 the books that are within me that I'm supposed to write. I want to be faithful to that book. I want to, the courses and the training and the things that I know that are in me in my coaching world and where I go into companies, faithful. Everything that I do, I want one word to be in front of me, one word, faithful. That when I do it, faithful. When I'm working on it, faithful. When I'm thinking about it, faithful. After I've presented it, faithful. I want to be able to say, were you faithful? Are you faithful? Does this show demonstrate faithfulness? That's my word. That's my true north for 2019. Faithful. But most importantly, don't do it on your own. Share and invite others in. I encourage you, if you don't have an inner circle, get one. Not just people that agree with you that when you're upset, they can tell you any story or you can tell them any story and they're going to say, oh, okay, and they just take your side. I'm talking about people that will challenge you. People that are empathetic and sympathetic, but they challenge you. People that care about you enough to tell you the truth. People that will hold you accountable. People that add value to you. That you see things in their life that you want. And they're willing to challenge you and tell you about you but also what they do and how they got to where they are. So 2019, let it be amazing for you. Let this be an incredible year, a year of next level, a year of a better you, a year as you continue on your journey for your emerging future so that you can see the manifestation in the physical, the physical equivalent of all you think and hope and dream of. Dream for Dig in, do this, take your uphill journey, review, ask yourself what went well, ask yourself what didn't go well, ask yourself what did you learn, and ask yourself what do you want or where do you want to go next? And for your true north, pick one word, look at it every day, and measure yourself accordingly. Evaluate yourself accordingly. That is your test for yourself. And invite other people to be a part of that. 
I just appreciate all of you and I enjoy the privilege and this opportunity to be able to serve you. And I hope that the more you listen, the more I can add value to your life and help give you tools, fuel, and things that are beneficial for you in your journey toward your emerging future. So this has been another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember you can be more, do more, and have more. Your reasons for being, doing, and having are for you to figure out and no one else. Always remember your current condition does not match your emerging future and anything worth having is uphill. However, you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. But most importantly, when you look to your left and right, sometimes behind, maybe even sometimes in front, you will see me with you on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at uphillconversations.co. See you on the hill.